What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy again, as always, to be with you. I hope you guys are having uh, you know, a happy holiday season. I hope you guys are safe and protected during this time. Uh, we're going to do a little bit different of a show uh, this week. I kind of want to do an, an end-of-year uh, you know, thought. Last week, we, we dove really deep into the college football playoff. Now, a lot of people are starting to talk about the potential expansion uh, due to revenue shortfalls. And, and it's not just uh, you know people on the internet, on Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, it, it, it is big boys, uh, big people in the media that have way more sources than I do uh, and stuff like that. A lot of people are saying that, that there is going to be a, a, an expansion. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm just going to wait and see and I'll react and give you guys my analysis uh, when, you know, when that time comes. This last week, Championship Week, was absolutely bonkers. I mean, uh, it had everything I guess you would have wanted uh, during a championship week uh, during this crazy pandemic uh, year of 2020. I have a lot of thoughts on a lot of the, the different games. Uh, a lot of people are upset that Notre Dame got into the college football playoff. Uh, number one being Bama, number two Clemson, three Ohio State, and four being uh, Notre Dame. I've got a lot of thoughts on that. So that's all I said. We're going to kind of do this. Normally, we actually do a, a bowl preview. Currently, Appalachian State is playing uh, North Texas. Huge App State fan. You guys know that. Brought him on the show. Uh, so, we, we're, you know, this it's kind of in the background right now as we're doing it. Uh, excited. Normally, I you know, in a normal year that isn't the pandemic, I would be looking through uh, all kinds of, you know, giving you my preview, saying that this I like this matchup versus that matchup, or so-and-so is sitting out due to the NFL draft. That's kind of been more commonplace uh, the last few years. And I would go super into it. I'm really nerdy. I love bowl games. Uh, and here's one of the, the, the proponents for... For for not to have change, I guess one of the one of the reasons why I wouldn't have change is because the bowl season is such a unique part. No one else has this. Uh, I mean, cross country, no. Uh, soccer, no. Volleyball, no. No one has this opportunity. I mean, basketball, you have the NIT, but you're not guaranteed. I mean, you're guaranteed what, like two or three games, or I mean, something like that. I I don't really follow a, a ton of college basketball, but. This is the only place where you can go. You're going to have, you know, you get rewarded for going uh, seven and five, six and six, eight and four. You might have not won your conference, but those bowl games mean something. They're revenue to the school, they're exposure for the school, as in, you know, recruiting and stuff. And you're going to see a game that you would have never seen, uh, honestly, before. AM and North Carolina weren't going to play each other this year. Should they have? I mean, I'm here for it. But. That, so we get to see them in a bowl game this year. Completely different. Now, with the change of college football and if they do expand, expand the playoff to, to eight teams, uh, I believe, you know, if there's an expansion even to six teams, I believe they're going to allow uh, certain teams the, the benefit of losing a game or having a, a misstep. You don't have to go undefeated. And I'm, and I'm fine with that. I don't think record is in, indicative of where the team is at at that very moment. Uh, 
there's a lot of, I mean, on the on the flip side of that, uh, you know, a, a number four seed has never beat a number one seed in this college football playoff. I don't think there's one solution that fixes the the myriad of problems that that would be presented because even in, uh, you know, the the NCAA tournament when we have 68 teams, there's automatic bids, there's you know automatic qualifiers, and then there's these at large bids. We have people screaming about 69, 70, 71, 72. The teams that the first four in, first four out, or last four in, first four out. They're screaming about it. Same thing in the FCS. Last year, I mean, I love Towson U- University. I thought they deserved to be in. The five people that they basically had lost to were going to be in the playoff. And I was like, uh, minus one game, I believe it was, against Maine. I, I had to go back and, and check it out. Uh anyway, I was just thinking, you know, those people are going to be upset. No one's going to be happy. Under the under this college football, you know, system or another system that we choose, I think there's going to be different ways that we can tweak it to make it the best possible product. Uh, and and I I feel like the majority, the, the the millions of Americans out there, they don't get excited like I do about you know Buffalo and Ball State. Yeah, I watched that game. You're you dang straight. I was there watching it, and not not in person, right? But I was on my couch watching it. Uh, the MAC championship. There are not a lot of people that will do that. Uh, you know, a lot of people, a lot of college football fans, they're passive fans, which they they might watch watch a team if they you know they're going to like a big team that is consistently good. Uh, or their alma mater, or their local school. You know, my wife, she doesn't, she could care less about football or anything, but she has a ton of Washington State stuff. Now, why? Because there's a Washington State, uh, you know, campus where in her hometown where she grew up, and so she likes them, and she's always like, hey, did Washington State win? Did they lose? That's the kind of college football. So, so there's not going to be a solution. Now, the avid fan is going to say, "Well, Texas A&M deserves to be in, or or Florida deserves to be in, or why don't we why don't we throw in Iowa State or Oklahoma or or Cincinnati or Coastal Carolina, any of these teams?" But it it's really really difficult under under the rules in which well we don't even have rules, and I think that's a big big deal. Anyway, so conference championship week. Uh, the only game I don't really have a ton of thoughts on, or I'm not going to share my thoughts on, on on this one. And I guess it's a little bit of a tease to, to to have you guys go listen to the Orange and Blue podcast. Is the Boise State game? Uh, congratulations to San Jose State. And you can hear uh, my full analysis on you know the recent uh, recently posted. Podcast for the for the orange and blue. Uh, it's called What Happened in Vegas. You can find it anywhere where you listen to podcasts. A, a lot of other games though that that really caught my eye. Really, really interesting. Let me tell you, the Florida Bama game was probably one of the most entertaining games of the entire year. I mean, uh, fifty two to forty six was incredible. I mean, if you were to tell me, you know, four years ago that an SEC championship would have a four fifty two to forty six score, I'd be like, geez, who's playing? Is, did did Leach finally make the SEC championship game? Uh, and did he did he switch over from Washington State? Which I mean, he has now. Uh, or 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 you know, what what is his offense? Who, who are these offenses? Now, if you said Bama and Florida, I would have probably laughed just because that's not uh, characteristic of, of Bama. Recently, they're doing it. A uh, really good game there. A lot of people wanted to see the Florida Bama rematch in, in the in the in the championship game or, or the, the college football playoff. I think they got it right. I don't love Notre Dame at number four. I think Alabama's going to completely boat race them. I don't even think it's going to be close. Uh, like I said, I had to look at the line and uh, and kind of pick 
where I want to go uh, with that. Anyway, the the next game up, Ohio State versus Northwestern, and a lot of people were banging on Justin Fields for you know a lackluster performance, and and uh, you know Ohio State clearly has you know more talent than Northwestern. I just think this year has just been so difficult. I don't know if Ohio State's been able to find a rhythm uh, with the amount of cancellations that they've had to go through with, you know, playing two weeks. Oh, you know, game week off. Well, we are preparing for X team. Now we got to completely throw that out the door. I think it's difficult, and I don't even think it's just an Ohio State problem. I think that's an everybody problem. Now, teams like Alabama, they figured it out. Maybe maybe they, they, they know the COVID book, and they know, like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this, and, and that's going to make it you know easier for us to, uh, to execute these big wins. I don't know. I, I think it's really difficult. Championship game, Northwestern was, was playing for it all, uh, you know, national notoriety. I think they just played well, and and had that interception not happened, Northwestern could have very well won that game, and we could have had a completely different top four uh, for the college football playoff than what we do now. Notre Dame Clemson game. I was actually a, I I was surprised, but not surprised. Once when I mean uh, the, the the points were at ten and a half, uh, and I was like, oh man, do I see do I see Clemson winning by eleven? And I thought that Notre Dame would play uh, significantly better. I the I felt like they kind of played like they had already clinched uh the you know the the bid to the college football playoff. It wasn't a, a, an entertaining game. I turned it off. I was like this is boring. I mean, I love I love watching Trevor Lawrence, but uh as far as that Notre Dame offense, I was I was bored. Uh so I I I think that that had somewhat to play into it, and I think Clemson knew if they wanted to get into the college football playoff, they really needed to completely, you know, outshine the the opponent. The USC Oregon game, uh, USC is young, and I want to leave you with with that. There were a lot of mistakes that were made down the stretch. Uh, they didn't play particularly well, and this Oregon team really isn't. I. Um, they kind of were like Northwestern. Like I thought that USC had a lot more talent. Uh, I thought they looked a little bit more like through the games that I watched USC, even though they were close. I'm like, I, I really think that USC is just a better team. But Oregon pulled it out, and 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 that's a big win uh, for them to to continue their reign in in the Pac-12. I can't wait. Uh, you know, let me let me tell you that Utah USC matchup of you know Utah v Arizona State v USC uh, is going to be incredible next year. UCLA is, UCLA is no slouch. Colorado proved that they can play with the big boys this year. Uh, you know what's probably going to happen is they all beat each other at per usual, but I really like you know some of these matchups that I want to see next year just because uh, of the youth of all three of those teams. And if you throw in UCLA and Colorado, I mean, really the only team that I don't think is going to be really, really good in the South next year is Arizona, and that completely depends on the coach that they get after they let go of someone. I'm excited to see it. I still think Oregon uh, dominates the the north side of the conference. Uh, Oregon State obviously is on the come up, and Stanford's kind of a pesky little team that never goes away. You know, giving UCLA all they want uh, and more the, this last weekend with an overtime victory. Excited to see where the Pac-12 went, uh, but I was right there. You know, Oregon plus three. I was like, it's going to be closer than that. It's going to be a one-point game. Turned out to be a seven-point game. We were really close to having that one point, though. The next game, American Athletics, Cincy versus Tulsa. Uh, a lot of people were saying, I mean, I took Tulsa 14 and a half. I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, Philip Montgomery's team is a lot better than, you know, 14 and a half. It's almost disrespectful for him. Uh, but Cincinnati, uh, if you wanted to be in the, in the college football playoff, in my opinion, you needed to beat Tulsa by like 60. Uh, Tulsa was a really good team this year. 
now they had the game canceled against Cincinnati, which was probably smart due to COVID nineteen, you know, reasons and stuff like that. And then they, uh, and then they just play the week after, just giving people to get out of quarantine and and uh, contact tracing and stuff like that. I wasn't impressed with Cincinnati. Now it was a wet game; it was raining, uh, but you were at home. Uh, it was a championship game. I know, yeah, you had been off for a few weeks, but. Uh, if you wanted any kind of a shot, any kind of respect, uh, as far as the committee goes, I think you needed to beat them by like sixty. And and Tulsa, honestly, really needed to beat Oklahoma State uh, because your resume just it just wasn't there for me. I, it just wasn't, in my opinion. Cincinnati is a really good team, and I think you know, bowl game wise, they're going to whomever they're they're matched up against is it's going to be a good game. And and I welcome. You know, watching that game, I can't wait to see uh, that game. I'd have to go up and 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 look up where. The, oh, they end up playing Georgia. I can't wait to watch that game because that's going to be a true. Georgia really is the third or fourth team in the SEC. Now, if you're the third or fourth team, uh, you know, in, in a conference, then Cincinnati should win. I don't care if it's close. I don't care if they win off of a walk off field goal. If it's if it's a two point conversion, if Cincinnati wins, then maybe I'm completely wrong on them. But uh, I their resume just didn't do it for me, and uh, I thought. In order for them to get in, they needed a really big win uh, in the conference championship game. Next up, Boise State, San Jose State. Like I said, go on, check it out, Orange and Blue podcast. Uh, next up, we had uh, Buffalo Ball State. This was incredibly surprising. I, I had 14 points, uh, you know, and I was like, yeah, Buffalo's got this. They have the stud running back. He's going to be, you know, all state, uh, whatever you want to, whatever you want to, you know, call it or I thought he was going to be a lot better. Uh, Ball State did something great. And you know what? Mike New, congratulations to the Cardinal. I, I didn't have any respect, and, and and that's on me. And even I think San Jose State's going to win, and you could completely prove me wrong again. Uh, you know, in the I believe it's the Arizona Bowl that they're going to end up playing, or the New Mexico Bowl. I don't know where the, what, what, what bowl it is. But they're going to end up playing each other, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a fun game. Uh, like I said, a lot of college football plan- fans probably won't even turn this on. I most definitely will. It's going to be really interesting to watch Nick Starkle against this uh, Ball State defense. They were great against the run. How are they going to be able to do against the pass? That is yet to be seen, but congratulations of them alma mater get another win and uh you know he's like the all-time passing leader at at ball state and you know excited to, to see where he he goes and, and that team can kind of grow because ball state hasn't been relevant for you know five or six years to get him back to where they're at right now and winning a mac championship that's really really good next up marshall versus uab I had Marshall minus five. I was like, you know what? Last week was a fluke against Rice. Uh, you know, Marshall's got this. I watched them against Middle Tennessee State. I thought they were amazing, and they just got outplayed, outcoached. I don't know what happened. Uh, I watched it. I, I turned it on. Uh, was kind of flipping through through other channels as well. Didn't get a, a, a huge t- uh, time, probably about a quarter. And, and UAB just looked like the better team out there, which was surprising because UAB had three losses this year. Uh, I believe U, UAB ended up uh, being six and four four which is which is incredible for them i mean good job blazers uh, i'm a huge uab fan just because they canceled the the program uh and then you know uh coach clark like basically begged them they had go fund me they they, they reinstituted football they got it back and they've been dominant since because they had been irrelevant before then uh they did a great job i mean hands off hats off to, to uab and what they were able to accomplish and, and marshall uh you just just got outplayed, and, and it's kind of sad. Uh, we're going to see UAB taking on 
South Carolina uh, in the Gasparilla Bowl uh, on dis- uh, the day after Christmas, the 26th of uh, December, and Marshall's playing Buffalo on the 25th of December. Going to be kind of a, a redemption, hopefully, for Marshall or Buffalo. I like Buffalo a little bit better uh, just because I haven't, I mean, the last two games, Marshall, Thundering Herd haven't played real good, but congratulations to the Blazers. And then finally, the Sunbelt uh, Conference game was canceled. Kind of a bummer. No no conference champion uh, crowned there, even though I think it would have been closer than three and a half. I took Louisiana. So overall, the entire season, uh, I actually did fairly uh, well. We had, we had, uh, it was, I, got, I was 24 of 21. Uh, so, I mean, for, for uh, not being able to not having ever really done this, this over-under type thing, uh, you know, covering the spread and stuff. I was like 54%, 53% or so. Um, so as above 500, I'm excited for that. And uh, next year, we're going to, you know, hopefully implement this in the spring. We're going to be implementing this. Hopefully, uh, you know, they have spreads and stuff for you know, the FCS, and we're, we're definitely going to be giving all kind of coverage there, and we'll hopefully be there in person at a few of those games, uh, you know, Dixie State, Weber State, SUU, maybe even make a trip down to, to Northern Arizona or New Mexico State because they're playing uh, in the spring as well. Anyway, we're going to take a brief break. We're going to kind of wrap up our 2020 thoughts and kind of a look into the bowl games. Uh, I want to be all... Uh, I guess I can make a prediction for the national champion uh, this, you know, going forward just because why not? Uh, if, if I hear that Trevor Lawrence gets COVID again or, you know, someone else gets COVID, it might completely change the prediction. But right now on the show, uh, I'll make one prediction or the, the, the those kind of bowl game predictions, the college football playoff. Anyway, stay tuned after the break. And we are back after that quick little break. Now, this 2020 season has been absolutely bonkers. I mean, again... I don't think any of us thought we were going to be here. I don't think any of us, you know, in February of, of 2020, you know, just a little less than a year ago, nine months ago, thought that that anything would look like this. This college football season would be that. Uh, but it's been an incredible, incredible season. I think we've had a lot of ups. We've had a lot of downs. Uh, and the, the good teams in which I thought that, that they were going to be there, I didn't know about Bama. Uh, I actually thought that Florida was going to win the SEC the SEC overall, Bama came back. I mean, congratulations to them getting on track during a, a pandemic year. Uh, but honestly, I think that everybody needs to be very appreciative of these universities for for you know supplying us with entertainment, I guess, and for doing such a good job of. I mean, there's been some people that didn't have hardly any COVID problems. I mean, props to you guys and, and keeping them safe. There was a lot, a lot of questions. Uh, like I said, we kind of watched it play out before we you know did any podcast or or anything, and it was it was kind of like, okay, are we going to have a season? Okay, well these teams are playing uh, their team. I mean, like the Big Twelve. I don't talk a lot about the Big Twelve. How am I going to, to completely do that? I'm a little bit more west. I like talking about the the, the Pac-12. I like talking about the big games that I see. What am I going to be able to do? And it, and it kind of all worked out. So, you know, I think the players, I think the coaches, the administration uh, for this for this season. And, I mean, congratulations. You made it through probably the most difficult year possible. Now there's going to be a lot of changes for 2021. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of coaching changes this offseason. We'll obviously keep you updated uh, on, on kind of the search and stuff. You know, must champion gone, uh, as well as Kevin Sumlin. Uh, if they're on the move, there could be some 
conference realignment. I know that Boise State's wanting to get out of the, the Mountain West. I don't know if that would be a ripple effect through the rest of college football, uh, just because you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just who knows. I mean, honestly, it's like a big shoulder shrug, right? Like, ooh, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and I think that uh, we're going to see a completely different set of teams, and I want to tell you why. Uh the NCAA has said that if you want to come back, this year didn't count. You can participate in it not count against your eligibility, which I don't know if that's ever happened in like the history of the NCAA. So what does that mean? Uh, so, so put it to, into context, if you are a senior quarterback, even a fifth-year senior, and I mean, we can even take Zach Thomas, uh, for example, at Appalachian State. Now, I don't know if he said either way, but we can just use him as an example. If you don't think, if you're like, okay, I, I want to play in the NFL, but I don't know if I'll be drafted or, or you know, if I do, it'd be late round. Maybe I come back to Appalachian State for one more year and I can maybe get a master's, you know, have, have the master program paid for me, or maybe I get a second degree, whatever their decisions is. Then it's like, okay, then we don't have to worry about bringing in a completely new quarterback. We're going to have a little bit more continuity. Same thing with these these big uh, star receivers. Khalil Shakir from Boise State said he's coming back uh, after, you know, playing. I believe this was his his senior year at Boise State. Oh, well, I know it's his senior year. I don't know if it was his fifth year, senior year. Uh, so we're going to have that. And then we have these new signings coming in. Uh, they said, like, okay, well, we're not, we don't have as much money to go out and, and sign these big scholarships. So I think. There's going to be a, a complete. It's going to be really, really difficult. Uh, this year was was controlling the virus. We're going to have the vaccine out, hopefully again widespread by, uh, you know, spring to to through the summer, and and hopefully you know next year's college football when it comes around, that everything's you know back to normal. We can put 150,000 people into the big house, and 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 it, you know things can be back to normal, football wise. But I think a lot of the the administration. Uh, administration and, and clerical stuff is going to be really, really difficult on these programs. And it's the programs that are really buttoned up, like a Bama, that I think are going to even excel more next year. Uh, when you're when you're talking about okay, you know, recruit, do we, is it a half scholarship? Is it a full scholarship? Are we only going to pay for books or housing? Whatever that is, I think there's going to be a lot of those kind of problems. I don't think it's going to be talked about in the media, uh, but I think that. Uh, that is, they're going to be big problems, and you know, revenue, uh, all, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a completely different uh, college football season from from this year to next year, even to the year after. Hopefully, by twenty twenty two, we've kind of righted the ship and we've been able to get through all of these problems. But going to be really interesting is is all I'm going to say. Uh, I don't know if my predictions. I mean. It's going to be wild because if, like I said, if somebody stays versus goes to the NFL draft or, or, or goes and wants to play in the XFL or, or whatever, you know, because we're going to get XFL, you know, 3.0, I believe, not this spring, next spring. Just to, uh, uh, that's what I believe I remember seeing from, from uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. But I'm really excited to see where, where it goes. It's going to be really hard to do predictions next year. So, uh, But I want to continue with this you know, this uh, covering the spread and over-under stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be continuing the this kind of 
well, these podcasts and stuff like that and, and these trends, we're going to follow them through the FCS. Uh, I think that they said the, the playoff was only going to be 16 teams instead of 24 teams. So if you're an FCS fan, a little bit less. So we're going to get the automatic bids. We're going to have a few extra qualifiers, and, and that's going to be that. Uh, so I'm really excited. Uh, like I said, it's been a crazy year. Uh a great year of football, I guess. I, I mean, in my opinion, I think any football is great. So uh, maybe you guys have a different opinion. I don't know. But I really like, I, I really enjoyed uh, watching it every Saturday. It, it was completely different, sounded different, looked different. Uh, you know, no fans in the stands. I wasn't able to attend a football game this year, which was, you know, really sad. I, I haven't done that since uh, 2016 when I was you know, out of the country. So like I said, hopefully 2021 brings brings a lot more uh, good cheer and stuff like that. Next up, we've got uh, we're gonna give our predictions. I think Bama wins. I actually think Clemson wins. And if I was to say it all, uh, I, I I think Bama's going to win the, win the championship. I think it's gonna be a good game, but I I don't think anybody can slow down this Alabama offense. I think it's gonna be a shootout, uh, a shootout that we've never like never seen before, uh, similar to the Deshaun Watson year. That's what's going to be my prediction uh, as far as the games go. I don't, I don't know how much with points and stuff, but that's what's going to, like I said, that's what it was. Now, if Mac Jones is out or, or Najee Harris is, is out with COVID or whatever happens and they end up losing to Clemson or losing to Notre Dame or even losing to Ohio, I mean, it's a complete, it's a crazy year. Uh, but like I said, I don't think we're going to be doing any podcasts until the FCS is back in uh, January which will be, you know, a lot of fun to be able to talk a lot during the, the spring with you guys instead of just, you know, recruiting rankings and predictions for this next year. I think we're going to have a lot more fun throughout the spring and into the summer. So I, I wish you guys a very happy holidays. Uh, I hope all of you stay safe uh, during this, this holiday season. And, uh, you know, I... Let's just say to a better 2021. 2020 has been crazy to a better 2021. So, you know, if you got a drink of, uh, of water, whatever, liquid, you know, toast it with me to, to 2021. Let's hope that it's a completely better year uh, and we can get everything back on track. We'll be bringing you back at the, the first of next year. Uh, I believe the game start mid-January. So stay tuned for that. Follow us on our, our Instagram page or sorry, our social media pages, I can't just say Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, get the ball rolling, and uh, don't be afraid, we're also doing a, uh, I'm doing a high school podcast, so if you like that, uh, be sure to listen to the Twilla County podcast, we're also doing a good news podcast called the Tender Mercies podcast, we still have the Orange and Blue podcast, so we're completely expanding here, I get the ball rolling, I'm loving it, doing a lot of fun uh, activities, and hopefully in 2021, we can get, you know, some more interviews, we can continue to build what we've been doing, thank you guys to the fans, Again, have a safe and happy holidays uh, until 2021. We'll be signing off until then. Look for us again. Let's keep this ball rolling.